Yes, let's start uh, with testimonies and give glory to God for what he is doing in our lives. What the word is doing in your life and what the presence of his spirit is doing. Who would like to share their, their testimony of what God is doing? Good evening and warm welcome to everyone. Good evening, brother. Brother, can I go first? Yes, let's start. Hello. Good evening and warm welcome to everyone. Let's start with testimonies and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Brother, can I give first? Yes, go ahead, please. Okay. Hi, this is Agnes here. I am really sorry, Jesus, that I have delayed in giving my testimony. This is regarding my son who's working in the US. Uh, he was into a lot of stress regarding his job after going over there during the lockdown period. He went to US without any experience. There was no internship done or anything. He was worried that he'll have to come back after his studies, that is master's in mechanical engineering. But then I happened to talk to brother Vivek through one of my friends, which is Veronica, who just lost her mother. And she's like my destiny helper. It's only through her that I've joined this group and all. And brother Vivek said the prayer of agreement with me. And I thank Brother Vivek. He's the one who called me from Australia and he spoke to me. He made me understand. And he gave me Bible verses, scriptures and all that. I kept on meditating them. And uh, Brother Ryan, who called from UK, uh, he called my son and he said a prayer, a prayer of agreement with Aurelius. And uh, that's how my son is working over there. And he's very happy with the job. But now... The another tension is that he's worried about his H-1B visa. So I request you all to please say the prayer of agreement with me that my son should get his visa and should continue working over there. Make your prayer, sister. We will all come in agreement with it. Don't say he should get. Just thank the Lord that he has already received. That's how you're putting your faith into action. Yes, brother. Take your prayer of faith. Let it be your faith. He's always said your faith has healed you. Yes, brother. And my, my son has already got his visa. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Abba Father. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Abba Father. Praise you, Holy Spirit. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. You touch this, your son's life. We thank you, Father, that every obstruction in his path has been removed. And we thank you, Lord, that there is a release of a fresh presence in his life. That his visa is renewed, that his job is secured, 
that his future, his career ahead is secure. Father, we thank you for that mercy upon his life. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, that you always honor faith. And this sister has released the faith now, Lord, in accordance with your word that Jesus promised us in Matthew 18, 19, that when we agree as touching upon something that the Father in heaven will do for us, we release that faith in the name of Jesus. We release that faith now, Lord, and we give you that thanks and answer prayer in the name of Jesus. I'd like everyone that is coming in agreement with this prayer to please type Amen in the chat. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Brother, there's one more testimony which I want to give. When yes, brother, Vivek, brother Vivek was teaching us about the power of praying in tongues, <clears throat> though I didn't have uh, the gift of tongues, uh, that was the first part of this particular topic, power of praying in tongues. And uh, Brother Vivek was saying that whichever gift you want, you can ask Holy Spirit. So I was saying, uh, Jesus, give me the gift of wisdom. Give me the gift of healing. You know, So I guess Holy Spirit has gifted me this gift <clears throat> because one of my mother's friends, she was very serious in the hospital and uh, the doctors had given up hope and uh, I told my mother that she is going to live. And uh, I, I do hear this prayers uh, from Bangalore, Logos. So this father, Father Joe, he blesses the oil and water and uh, salt and all uh, on screen. So I got it blessed and I went and I applied it on her forehead. And I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit for healing. And she's my mother's best friend. So till today, she's very hale and hearty. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for saving her. And she keeps telling my mother that I don't know what your daughter came and applied, but she said some prayers. And till today, I'm healthy. Then the second is my mommy's legs were swollen up. She couldn't walk. I prayed over her last Sunday. And uh, my mother said that after you prayed and after you applied the oil, now I'm able to walk and the swelling has gone down. Now, yesterday, after coming from church, I met one uncle and auntie. They were very old and they were sitting near the grotto. So this uncle had a lump near his ear, means like almost uh, on his neck. So I said, what happened to you, uncle? And uh, he said that that is fat accumulation and it's not going. It will not go. But I made a sign of the cross and I told the auntie, I said, auntie, I'm telling you within one or two days, this lump will go. And I thank Holy Spirit in advance because I know that lump will go. It is, it has gone already. So these are my testimonies, brother. Amen. One and thing. I don't get, and I don't get scared to talk to anybody. I just go and tell them that even if their child is autistic, I just go and upfront I tell them, please have faith, and there is nothing impossible with Jesus, and your child will become all right. Please pray and say the nine divine mercies. Praise God. Thank you. I just need to thank God for that spirit of boldness as well. But one more yes. thing I'll add, dear sister, do not let that testimony of theirs end with whatever healing they have received. They have seen his hand. They have seen his grace. Now let them see his face. Show them who yes. Jesus is. Talk to them. Introduce yes, the Jesus that you know. So yes, let them brother. see him through your eyes. Yes, that's, that. that's our calling. Yes, brother. 
Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Who else would like to share their testimony? Praise the Lord, brother. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for blessing our anointed group with powerful teachings and miracles. And thank you, Jesus, for this technology that enabled me to follow the daily recordings even while I was on my overseas trip recently. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, for the good health of my family and I during this time and for all your blessings, Lord. And um, I'd like to share that daily I declared Psalm 1835. Thank you, Jesus, for making us and everyone we encounter great. Hebrews 1.14, thank you, Jesus, for our guardian angels and destiny helpers. Isaiah 45, 2 and 3, thank you, Jesus, for going before us and leveling the mountains. 1 Corinthians 2.16 and 1 Corinthians 1.30, thank you, Jesus, that we have the mind of Christ and the wisdom of God is formed within us. Psalm 89.34 and Psalm 138.2. Thank you, Jesus, that you do not violate your covenant as you exalt your name and your word above all. Galatians 3.13, thank you for your precious blood, Jesus, that covers us and everyone we meet along with our property, possessions, everything we ingest, our words, thoughts, actions, as you have redeemed us from the curse of the law. Psalm 37.4, thank you, Jesus, as we delight in you alone, you give us the desires of our heart. And praise the Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, for the miracle healings that I encountered. One was someone with a fever, and where I used Mark 4.39, as Jesus rebuked the wind, so I rebuked the fever in his mighty name, and declared that he is completely healed by the merciful wounds and precious blood of Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, that he was then perfectly fine and happily chatting a couple of hours later, and also a child was hyperactive and his sibling was uh, crying nonstop. So I prayed an agreement prayer with a parent by Matthew 18, 19. And I also bound the spirit of restlessness by Matthew 18, 18 in Jesus' name. And I re released calm by the power of the Holy Spirit. And praise the Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. For the rest of the day, these children were a delight to have around and they remained peaceful. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And a great personal miracle that I experienced was the way in which the Holy Spirit opened up an opportunity for me to apologize and make reparation for an offense that had occurred many years ago at that very location, which I had already repented of, but this was a physical opportunity for restoration of that time. So I thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for making this healing possible for me and all the concern. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And um, lastly, while we were away, we traveled to a remote location for a few days and decided to return home a night earlier than planned. And the following morning, we heard that the entire area that we had just been at was closed down due to poor, poor weather uh, conditions. And we realized that hadn't we left the previous evening, we would have been delayed in our plans for traveling. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, brother, for all your Holy Spirit-inspired teachings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you, Jesus. God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Yes, who else would like to share what the Word of God is doing, the transformational effect it has in their lives? 
Okay, so uh, brother, uh, praise the Lord. Uh, today I put my testimony on uh, the Telegram app, but thought thinking that I'll not be able to uh, make it. But I just want to uh, thank the Lord. Uh, yes. It was, uh, uh, you know, we had uh, given our uh, testimony sometime back with regards to my uh, daughter's uh, visa in Australia that came a couple of hours, and uh, uh, we thought that we will not be able to, you know, uh, pay for the uh, fees, uh, you know, uh, during. Uh, her tenure, but uh, God has provided, and uh, before the first year itself, uh, we were able to uh, uh, pay off her uh, fees, and uh, uh, we thank God, uh, you know, for this continuous mercies. Uh, uh, it was a challenge for us to uh, send a child abroad because we are not sure which country. Uh, considering that, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, insecurity uh, that we feel when we send our daughter. But uh, Vivek prayed on my daughter. Uh, gave us the assurance, and uh, today uh, she's uh, studying well. Thank God for this. Praise God, and share that word with her as well. If you have recognized and realized what has happened there, let her also, like like I said to that sister earlier as well, introduce that same Jesus to your family. Yes, sir. They must see him in the same eyes that you see when you saw what happened there. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. Yes, who else would like to share their testimony? Oh, brother, this is Anjali with you. Good evening to my brothers and sisters. Uh, today, today, whatever I am, only because of the Lord. The changes that has come in my life, in my family life, only because of Jesus. Because before we didn't knew anything about the Lord, but now we are coming to know how good our Lord is. I thank you and praise the Lord. And now I'm feeling from last two weeks that my Holy Spirit is there in my office. Because sometimes we have a lot of work. So it is natural that we forget something to do. But my Holy Spirit it is there. He's helping me to remember that what I forgot. Then I thank my Holy Spirit. Then I do that work. So I, I'm having that feeling that my Holy Spirit is there, presence in my office. So I thank the Lord for giving me this Holy Spirit and all the blessings, the grace uh, that he has blessing us, giving us. I thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, most of us don't realize that he's there with us. He's there everywhere. You can actually take him everywhere. He's not only a partner in that prayer time that you sit aside and allocate to your prayer every day. He's someone to be with all the time. And we keep saying this even in the morning encounters as well, where Jesus said, I will never leave you, Matthew 28, 20. I will be with you always, even unto the end of time. That is his own spirit that he put within us, who will never leave us even unto the end of time. So take him at the start. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Time to go to work. What do you want to teach me new today? There's so many things. You can, you can involve him in all the little projects you're doing at work as well. What do you think? What's your advice on this, Lord? And then you'll hear that he speaks to you. And like you've seen with this sister, he, he puts you in remembrance also. He'll remind you, oh, did you forget to do something there? Just, just finish that bit. That's when it starts to get beautiful, when you're communing with him, when he's there everywhere. And you can speak to him and he speak back. Praise God. Yes, who else would like to share their testimony? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Praise God. God. For the gift of life, for every blessing 
seen and unseen, he favored, mighty favor resting upon my son. His first event will be on the 7th uh, on uh, Top G. And thank you, Lord, for mighty favor resting upon him and Kushal. And thank you, Lord, for so many blessings coming our way. And uh, today morning, the Spirit Lord told me to say the Our Father. Uh, I was concentrating on the rosaries and Holy Queen and Memorarius. And today when I heard that say the Our Father, I felt a fresh anointing, a fresh, uh, you know, it was a deeper move in the love of the Father. So thank you, Abba Father. And I also uh, came across few people who were estranged with their father. So we pray that this awful spirit is nullified in the name of Jesus. And the love of the father is restored on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. He makes all things beautiful in his time. Thank you, Father, for restoring that relationship. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share their testimonies? Father, I'd like to go next. Yes, please go ahead, sister. I want to say thank you to our Lord Jesus for all he has given us and continue to do for us, for our family, for the spring family. Thank you, Jesus. We thank the Lord for our jobs. I also want to say thank you to Jesus for restoring our health. My son was unwell towards the end of the school holidays and he and what followed was a series of tests and medication. It did worry me and it was at these times that I clung to the Lord even tighter through prayer, God's word, the Holy Eucharist, the Divine Mercy Chaplet and the Holy Rosary. All praise and thanks to our loving God. Yesterday, he met with the doctor and it was, he told him that all his reports were normal. I really thank and praise the Lord for this. I thank the Lord for this prayer group, for the various prayer sessions that only increase my faith and to stay strong when we face storms in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Mother Mary and all the angels and saints. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share their experience with, with Jesus? Russell, I would like to give my testimony. Yes, please go ahead. I had been praying and interceding for somebody who needed a large sum of money for a certain case. And this week, we were absolutely blown away by the miracle that God presented to this person. We couldn't even fathom the amount that he was given to, to fight this case. And I praise and thank the Lord for this certain destiny helper. And I praise and thank the Lord for sending out his angels. Praise God. We were just proclaiming the word of God 
over this situation. And speaking out as though we had already had the funds. We had no idea. I just spoke out in faith and God blew us away. So I give glory and praise and magnifying the Lord for this. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's the God of the impossible. Yes. Amen. It is up to us to walk in faith. Yes, who else would like to talk about their, their journey? About what the Lord has done in their life? The Friday Bible study sessions that you are attending, how is that transforming you? The morning encounters, the reflections from every day. How is that transforming your life? What, what experience are you going through? Would you like to share? Please feel free to unmute and share. But I, I start with the Jane here for the. Yes, go ahead, Sister Jane. Thank you. Thank the Lord for the week gone by, brother, for all his blessings for bringing me to this powerful prayer group. Uh, it is since two years I have joined. Like when, when you look back to the journey, it was really amazing, wonderful, learnable. Learned many things. Learned the truth, and um, and as as I'm journeying to the truth. It is uh, not satisfied with it. It gives more. It, it gives a thirst for it more and more, to know it more. And I, I'm always reminded of a line you said, what you do not know will not work for you. So to me, it is like uh, more, to, to want, want it more. Want it more and more. Want of the truth more and more. And sharing, and it, and it's sharing the truth with others. others. So because before, before when I was in the word, I did see miracle, but after afterwards, it didn't, it was a word. It didn't do anything. It was silent. It remained silent. And then it was then after then when, when the Lord brought me to the truth, everything started changing. Now I can say my prayer life is very different. I could feel when I'm the truth, I could feel that I'm, I'm someone different from the world. It, it looks, the world, world looks different to me now. And then I was, as I was reading today, brother John chapter 17, and those words really touched me, brother. That uh, this is a, Jesus is telling about these disciples that uh, you are not of this world as I am. Yes. So the truth, the, the, the when we are in the truth, it, it distinguishes from others. As we are in, in the truth, we, our prayer life is different. Of the way we make prayers are different. Everything is different. And so the world around also looks different. Yes, that's, that's the nature of his calling. He sets people apart yes. when he calls them. Really, yes, brother. It's really amazing, brother. It is. It is quite that, that journey. Interesting. Through. It is really interesting. And it is the, the thirst is more. To acquire more. To learn more. To, to refer more, to refer all the uh, translations more. And now we have started, uh, if I take one, one scripture, I go to uh, all the translation to see which one gives me a more clear uh, interpretation of the scripture. And so it is really, really exciting and joyful, brother. Yes. I thank the Lord for, for all the warriors in this prayer group. I thank the Holy Spirit for bringing me to this group, to be a part of this group. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. 
it's all his holy spirit this is his group not ours he runs it he is the owner he is the head he is everything praise god and that's his nature he he when he wants to draw people near he just give that hunger so the more you consume the more hungry you feel the more closer you get he keeps drawing and drawing and he reveals more of himself to you so then when you know him more and that's the journey that we each should be undertaking when we want to know him more you just and as you keep getting to know him more that relationship gets stronger that's when your joy keeps on increasing that's the best part of it and then you start experiencing things like the way sister jane has shared praise god thank you jesus he's calling each one on that journey it's not just you know, certain isolated people oh he called jane he will never call me he calls each one it is up to us to accept that invitation to be open praise god yes who else would like to share their testimony or just give glory god brother yes yes sister it is i would like i praise and thank uh, the father jesus and holy spirit for for the gift of my life and for really taking care of me for all my needs he's been my source like i have shared earlier and and that he's still showering his favor on me very recently my in fact last week my daughter in law had a slight stomach infection and she was in pain the pain would keep coming up and um, i could hear them you know my son saying get ready we'll take you to the doctor something spoke to me in the holy spirit in jesus name i called my daughter in law into my room where i have the oil and the holy water and um, with confidence in the in the name of jesus with the power of the holy spirit i placed my hand on her stomach and i and of course i asked her because they are in the word but brother uh, you know sometimes i it's you know that they are and not also in it so you know it always troubles me the lukewarmness should not be there just yes it's yes and no is no so i prayed over her she she that moment because she was in pain she willingly said yes mama i please pray for me because it's really painful the whole night i could not sleep i i said i use the word the 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 word of god 1123 rebuked the the infirmity and uh, and then followed by 112024 believing that it, that she has already been healed and while she was going to the doctor she called up and i asked her have you reached and they had a long queue so she said ma you know please god she tells me that my stomach is not paining anymore so i would like to praise and thank jesus for that and also brother i'm so blessed to be part of the morning encounter even though it is very early for me it's around 2:30 but you know i'm like like you know looking forward to it and and i am working at that time for this encounter because it's so beautiful it takes care of my spirit you know the whole day i'm like whatever i have heard in the morning encounter i try to memorize it and it really makes me so happy in the midst of whatever i go through thank you so much brother god bless you praise god thank you jesus 
all glory to god it is not about the preacher it is the preacher is just an instrument it is just like a microphone yes brother yes brother praise god yes who else would like to share their testimony thank you lord for the opportunity to be part of this blessed brisbane prayer group thank you lord for the gift of life thank you for this entire week that has gone by thank you lord for healing my daughter joanne who was not well during the week thank you lord for the spiritual authority lord that you have taught us and taught us how to use it to bash up satan and all his evil plans against ourselves and our family members thank you lord for all that you are teaching us through this prayer group thank you lord for your precious blood that you have given us to pour over our family to pour over our prayer group to pour over everything that we do in our lives and to protect our families thank you lord for every stronghold every addiction in ourselves and in our family members that you are tearing down at this very moment thank you jesus praise you jesus praise god thank you jesus yes who else would like to share their testimony brother i like to go next uh, just want to thank and praise god for the wonderful week that has gone by uh, for the fresh anointing tonight today and tonight as uh, you lead the session uh, may the lord be with you and may his powerful anointing of the holy ghost be on you amen and uh, let that fresh manna from heaven come down and fill all of us who are hungry thank and praise you lord uh this week was wonderful god was always with me and through all the challenges i went through i always thank and praise god knowing that he is always alive and he is always active his word is alive and active and i speak the word over situations a, a small miracle that took place is i had gone me and uh, me and priya both uh we had gone to a shopping center and we were buying some things in close to the city and we had to drive another 25 kilometers to reach the other part of town and as we bought our things and got into the car uh, the battery just totally died so i was trying to start the car it was not starting at all and and we had to drive and reach the other part of town and there was absolutely no access by the time i called rsq that's uh, you know it would have taken another couple of hours and we had to reach a place uh, in in half an hour uh, or 40 minutes because we had given a time that we had to drop a parcel at someone's place because that one that person was carrying it to another location and we had to be reached at a particular time and i was uh, again trying to start the car it was not starting so i told i told priya just let's make an agreement prayer let's sit down and just pray matthew 1819 i just held her hand and we both prayed and i said lord you will bring a destiny helper right now and that destiny helper will help us and true is true to his word that lady from the shop which we had gone to she came out for a break and she said what happened i said look look up battery is down she said look uh, uh, my car is just next next to you i'm i'll just look whether i have the jump start kit and if it's possible i'll you know give you some power and you could start your car and i said that will be lovely she brought her car next to mine started it uh, and she had the jump start kit she never used it before put the power in our battery our car started we reached there and just before we are reaching uh, the marketplace and another place we got to go there was a battery shop there and 
left her car there, got a new battery replaced, did our shopping, came back, and everything was as good as if nothing happened. So I want to, I want to just say that you know making simple agreement prayers are so powerful. You yes. don't need to have powerful scriptures with you, and you know something like you know, it's like I need to know the scripture and that scripture. Just stand up, hold on, hold each other's hand. Uh, especially if it's two husband and wife or best friends or anybody, anyone of a like-minded spirit, all you need is a like-minded person to believe in what you're praying and just agree over it. And the destiny helpers will just show up in your life. So this is the power of an answered prayer. And I just wanted to thank and praise God that he always, his mercies and his graces and favors always upon me and my family. And upon I always pray that that same favor is always upon the Holy Spirit, Brisbane Peg Group, and every member yeah, and part of this family. And this okay. is my daily prayer that His favor always is stamped upon our life, not just for a day, always. Favor means even a situation which the enemy brings for our evil will turn for our good. That is how favor works, yeah, which, which our mind cannot conceive. That's why 1 Corinthians 2 9 says, What eye has not seen, what ear has not seen, what mind has not conceived for the for the things that God has prepared for those who love him. That's one of my favorite scriptures. And I think God has given us more than what we can ask or imagine for the power that has worked within us in Ephesians 3.20. So I want to thank and praise God. Uh, and I, I would say that all of us should learn to make agreement prayers. I'm not worried to make them. Just make them in the marketplace. Make them on the road. Make them anywhere. Just hold on. And as I said, if you have nobody, the Holy Spirit is your partner. Just yes. pray with him. I tell yes. you, I pray many times with the Holy Spirit as a partner when I have nobody and I have always got an answer prayer, always. So I thank and praise God for this mighty, um, you know, this mighty prayer group that I'm part of and God has allowed me to be a part of this prayer group and all those wonderful uh, morning encounters, the Holy Rosary, uh, Brother Savio's uh, daily reflections and all the prayer warriors with their prayer uh, requests and their testimonies. I, I believe that we are all one family. None of us are greater than each other. Um, all are the same. We all glorify and give glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, brother, for that testimony. Just want to read out a testimony that's posted on the group. This is Luth's Dice, who wants to thank the Holy Spirit for guiding her in a long struggle for a property dispute right from the year 2007 to 2022 where the judge gave the judgment in her favor. The Lord never left her hand and filled her with patience and grace. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to share their testimony? It could be a very small thing. It doesn't have to be a big, long, or it doesn't have to be a big, uh, you know, a very significant, sizable testimony. Just a very small, thank you, Jesus, that I'm alive is also a fantastic testimony. He's worthy of that glory for every little thing you experience. Brother, sorry. Brother, this is Marina. Yes, I want to thank the Lord. I want to thank the Lord each day for the gift of life and his presence around me at all times for lifting me to my difficult times and for guiding me with his eyes on my professional journey of my life. I thank him for the shield of faith and for making me strong and courageous. 
and for drawing me always towards him at all times. I thank the Lord for the graces he's, he, he showers on me for providing all my needs for myself and more than enough for every good cause that I put my hand into. I thank the Lord for the acceptance of my colleague who I would be taking along with me and the work order that I will receive at my meeting today. So I want to thank the Lord for his mercies. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Sister Sharon. Hi, brother. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Um, I would just like to say a big thank you to the Lord for the week gone by and all the answered prayers, absolutely every one of them. And I'm just amazed how this really happens. But um, yeah, I've been a bit um, preoccupied by a few things that I put in prayer. And um, even though there's that little wonder about whether it will be answered or not, I still come back to my faith. I still come back to the Lord because he's calling me back to the focus. That if you've put a prayer, if you have said the agreement prayer, and if you believe with all your heart, you know, you shouldn't be even asking. You know, it is already answered before you even ask. So I have gone through that this week, knowing that before I even ask, I've walked that step ahead and it has already been answered. So um, that really gives me joy. And I also want to say that Isaiah 54, 17 has been, um, it's, it has been that place of power that I find the Lord speaking through that verse to me more than once. Um, I've gone through it many times in the week and he's just reassuring me that, yeah, absolutely there's no weapon that will form, that has formed, that will prosper against you. And you know that, and I keep telling you that when you're in deep prayer with me. So um, I would like to thank the Lord for that beautiful verse because um, I kind of gather myself when I hear that verse and I come back to my place of focus, which is, you know, focusing on him and what he exactly wants from us and how he guides us each day, um, like from one day to the next which is unknown but we know God has gone before us as in Deuteronomy 31 6 he goes before and he prepares the way so I'd like to thank the Lord once again yeah we had I've had a um an amazing week with answered prayers and I couldn't be more grateful and thankful and happy and for all the protection and you know every every step of the way the Lord is watching over us and all my friends and everyone at work um, yeah, it's been just more than a blessing and he's fixed every situation I've ever brought to him, every need. So thank you, Jesus, for everything. And we love you so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, brother. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, brother. This is Rashmi here. I would like to praise and thank the Lord for the gift of life for all the blessings we have received, for good health. Um, actually, um, at the present moment, we are uh, trying for Dhruv to go abroad for his studies. So we had waited, although he had finished his uh, automobile engineering, we uh, told him to wait because of Kiran getting married. And then he should not miss out on anything. So now it's the time for him to 
but he is a bit hesitant about going and he about the, how we'll manage because we have already spent a, um, a big bomb for Kiran. So he's always reluctant and said, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. But I said, no, no, don't worry. The Lord will provide in in any form. You don't have to take any tension that you have to, you just say what you want. And um, he was always sitting down very quietly. But I told him, son, see, just be guided by the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. He will take you to places where you have never this thing thought of also. So I said, I just told him only so much. And then Veera and I, we made an agreement prayer. Uh, and we said that he'll be guided and he will decide what he wants to do. Because he was not prepared when he said, no, no, I know Dada. He said, you don't worry. How we manage for Kiran? Uh, Dada will do it with God's grace and you don't have to take any tension and he agreed on that and he has started in his process of going and finding out about his engineering what he wants to do his masters so I I, I want I just want to agree with all of you that through makes his way and he also goes for his further studies and everything is very nice for him like as it was for Karen I pray for Dhruv because he's he's the one who's always more um, thoughtful thinking. Even uh, he's always obedient in his ways for taking part in activities of the church. Or even if I tell him divine mercy is on, he will come at once. He will take part that day. Also, uh, uh, Auntie Mari said, I might not be able to sing this hymn. And I was so shocked. I was sitting down there, but I did not unmute myself thinking, okay, somebody else will do it. But he... He at once unmuted and he he went into singing the hymn for the Divine Mercy and Rosary. So I was just, I was so astonished that, you know, he being a small child, like who would go in for, I would say, let somebody else do it. But he didn't, he said, no, no, it's okay. You know, so I was so happy about it. I'm, I'm sure the Holy Spirit is guiding him day in, day out. And he will take him to the places where he has to go. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, tell him to, to make that vision as well in his prayer and remain rooted in the word. Now, Joshua 1.8 is the only verse that's coming to mind. When you do certain things, he says, they will make your way prosperous. Just follow those conditions. Yes, Pratha, I'll tell you. Remain rooted in the word. And, um, yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Yes. Who else would like to share their testimony? Uh, brother, this is, this is Lucy. I like to thank and praise God for uh, this 15 days. What changes in my life and my family. Also, little, little things which I go through. The work is done. I have uh, somewhere or other some problem coming arising, but uh, through Holy Spirit, the work is done. I praise and thank God for it. Also, I uh, thank and praise God for this prayer group members. And Russell, uh, you, your morning encounter, always I uh, hear in the morning, recording one, not in early mornings. And your Friday session, I never miss. Also, this TV, I was very addicted to TV. So that TV program, I don't watch much now. And thank and praise God. Praise God.
Yes, Sister Janela, you would like to share your testimony. Yes, uh, I'd like to thank and praise God for this gift of life, for his protection that is upon me and my family. Every day as we go out and we come in, uh, we are protected, we are blessed. I thank you, Lord, for the spiritual authority that you have given my us, that we use it every day. We claim it every day. And we use it over our children, over all of us. And we have seen answered prayers. We have seen the plans of Satan just crumble and go down the drain. And it's quite exciting, actually, to see that happen. And we thank and praise God uh, for the spiritual authority that he gives us as parents over our children. Yes. And I would also like to thank and praise God for my nephew, couple of weeks back, uh, he was laid off from his job. They just told him not to log in. And he was quite uh, down and depressed. And we prayed and uh, he had a project here. He was working for, for his course and uh, he focused on that and he completed it. And the day he completed it, uh, the sister company called him in for an interview. And uh, he messaged me and he said that the interview was not that great, but he said that I don't know what they've seen in me. They gave me the job. So I just thank and praise God that he works for our good always. And um, he's still waiting to hear from them when to start. But I know that they will call him soon. So I thank and praise God. I thank and praise God for my niece who's doing her internship in Pune. And, um, and thank you, Lord, for being with her uh, as she's all by herself there. And I thank you, Lord, for my younger niece who passed out ninth and is started grade 10. And uh, thank you, Lord, for my brother-in-law who on his own decided to go for a retreat to Logos in Bangalore. And he had a really good retreat there. So I thank and praise God for that, for working in their family and also working in our family and for working in all the families in our prayer group. I thank and praise God. Praise God. That's Isaiah 55, 7 and 8 in action. His ways are higher than our ways. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. So he works differently. What we see is we see from a fleshly perspective, but he looks beyond. And he tweaks it in the spirit and then you start to see things which eyes don't believe. That's the God of Abraham. That's the God we serve. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We'll take one last testimony. And then we'll get started in the interest of time so that we can finish on time in the church. We're not allowed to go beyond a certain time limit. Uh, yes, Brother Ernie, go ahead. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I thank, I'd like to glorify and praise the Lord for his um, your presence to this group and uh, growing the knowledge and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just to, just to, uplift, just to be in the... It just lifts you in anything in that. It's, his presence at the same time is uh, is very daunting. And sometimes when I, I get excited, sometimes, you know, I want to speak and stuff like that. But sometimes when you actually when you're going to do it, there's a kind of humbleness about it, that um, there's a fear as well that um, we don't uh, take our Lord is, you know, entertainment. And God just does not mix you. We come here to worship him and I and I believe in him I just sometimes I don't know what to do and don't understand so many ways but I thank the Holy Spirit to guide me into things 
right now as we're driving out the Amaya brother uh, Tony asks that um you know he'd like to see the guys you know to have a say healing prayer or something over his body I think his diaphragm is a he feels a lump uh in his body away breathing so um I like to come together in in the Holy Spirit in agreement and yeah, it is all because your word says Lord that um when two or three or more than two or three are gathered in your name you are in the midst yes, Lord I I trust in you with all my heart and not lean on my own understanding and I say in the name of Jesus your word says whatever you ask of me it is written your word says you shall ask for anything in my name and I shall do it Lord I thank you for your grace and your mercy upon me and my family I thank you for you know, the wonderful gifts for my family I thank you Lord that your love for us is more even powerful than life for my family it's i i ask lord to heal my, my that for your precious blood of jesus over every tissue connecting tissues and cells and every vessel that feeds that body part in him lord give him the proper nutrients in the mighty name of jesus around that body that he will that he'll come and make that part function in the way you made it to function lord i thank you in the powerful name of jesus that you have answered me you are the real doctor in your time on this earth you are healing every ailment in your body in the mighty name of jesus and we witnessed it in your testimony lord i pray oh great father in heaven you are the whole lord god of hosts though lord thy god you are there that god that's in the beginning you are the god of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you are here. You are yes, that Lord. same God, yes, Lord, Lord. I ask. And in, in the mighty name of Jesus, and I thank you, Lord, that you have heard my humble prayer and my confession, Lord, and in the powerful name of Jesus, and by stripes and wounds, that my brother Tony is here. And thank you, Lord, and thank you, Jesus, for such a blessing upon me and my family and this holy prayer group and you supply us with all your needs and glory in Christ Jesus. I thank and praise you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Thank Amen. You. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you Lord. If anyone else has any testimonies I encourage you to please share them on the telegram group so that everyone else can you know read through your testimony there. And we shall now go ahead with the next part just so that we can finish up on time as well. Um, before we start, I'll just make a quick announcement of our sessions. So we have this Friday Bible study session every Friday evening at um, 7 p.m. Sorry, at 5.30, starting from 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. 
with praise and worship followed by the confession of scriptures, testimony time, and then our teaching roughly around 7.30 or so we start. We have daily morning encounters with the Lord as well that are at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And then we have, that's 365 days a year, Brother Savio shares his daily reflections as well on our Telegram group and all our social media channels. So you can follow those there. I know many, family use, many families use them in their um, personal prayer as well. And then we have our daily rosary and divine mercy sessions that are run from Monday to Thursday at uh, 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And then on Fridays, it's run in the afternoon at 3 p.m. because we have this session in the evening. So we shall, we always share those links. These sessions are on live on Zoom and on YouTube. And then their recordings are posted on Zoom on our Facebook page, as well as our Spotify podcast channel. So you'll find those links on our Telegram group. You'll find them below in, in the description of every video that's posted on YouTube as well. So you can actually jump onto on, on YouTube and on Facebook. You can actually jump into any of those links, uh, any of those videos, scroll down in the description to the link and click it and you'll be able to join there. Praise God. And we also run these sessions like it's run today. We run these sessions once a month, every first Friday at St. Dibna's Church in Aspley. So the next time and next month or the coming months, whenever you are in Brisbane or if you currently live in Brisbane, I encourage you to come and join us at these sessions every Friday. Praise God. So we'll just get into. Um, this evening's uh, Bible study session. Lord, as we start this session, we surrender it to you, Lord, and we cover and seal every word we speak as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every person that will pray with this recording as well that will receive your word, Lord. Let your light touch each of these lives. Your word that cuts through everything, Lord, that is not of you. And let the truth be revealed, Father. Let your presence be made known. Let your people know you and let their relationship with you grow stronger. Father, we thank you for all your revelation. Open our understanding, Lord, and pour out your wisdom into each one. So that it's not only their prayer life that is enriched, but their entire Christian experience with you, their journey with you is enriched further. And they're taken on to the next level, Lord, so that our testimonies are no longer just the testimony of you giving us bread and you giving us food or you healing us, Lord, but it's more testimonies of that love that you pour into our lives. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We also herald the power now in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall accomplish what that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing to which I send it, and I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And today is our concluding part of our ongoing series on God's systems of advantage. We've been uh, reflecting on the journey that God started with Abraham and it's come all the way. So God started with Adam, then through Abraham, through Moses and uh, the ones that he chose from time to time to connect with his people, offer his covenants and bring them back. The whole purpose was to restore that royal priesthood 
upon each one. And that's the same message that we have for us as well today. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. There is no change in him. So today, I just want to touch on the word, what that word means to you. And we shall start with, and then how you can apply it in your life as well. I would like to start with um, John 8, verses 31 and 32. And we took this, Brother Savi, if we could go to that scripture, John chapter 8, verse 31, 32. We, we reflected on this in our morning encounter as well today. But today, now in this evening session, we'll just take it a little more further and go a little more deeper into that word. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So what he really wants is for us to stick by that word. And then he said, when you stick by it, just like Joshua 1, it says, observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then it's not only you shall make your way prosperous, but he said, then you prove that you are my disciples. You are indeed doing what I am following my teachings. So, but here now I'd like to focus more on that word and underline it. No, you shall know. And we touched a little on this in the morning. Knowing is to receive, to understand what that word is. You receive the word, you understand what it is, and then you apply it in your life. And then that becomes your testimony. There are a few other things now I'd like to touch more on the word, something more that you should know about the word. The first one there is Revelations 12 verse 11, which says, and we won't just go into projection just in the interest of time. I'll just read it out. It says the blood of the, the you have been, um, you are, you are, sorry, they overcame. Yeah, they overcame the, the accuser, Satan, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So we've touched on the blood of the lamb in our last session there. Today, it's more of that word of the testimony that I want us to focus on. What does that word look like? Let's take a little more closer look at the nature of that word. And for that, the first one is, Brother Saver, can we go to Hebrews 4, verse 12? So we'll just take a few of these scriptures initially, and then later on, I'll just go into maybe a few scriptures we want, um, show all of them on screen. But if I could get someone to make a note of those scriptures in the mm -hmm. chat, that'll be great. So that each one can then look at those benefit from them. You can write them down as well. Yeah, Hebrews 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. 
Are you seeing what is the nature of that word now? It says it's quick, it's powerful, it is sharp. Look at the descriptors of what that word is. It is alive, it is active. It's capable of piercing, slicing through, dividing soul where all the thoughts, where all the temptations are and the spirit where the word and the will of God resides. His holy nature resides. That part of you which is sanctified, which carries God, that's where his temple is can go to, when you say joints and marrow, it is, it's going really deep into separating those, you know, the thoughts that even we sometimes are unsure of, is this coming within my soul? Is this me, my flesh thinking, or is it coming from the word of God in my spirit? So that word, the other descriptor for it there for such kind of situations, it says is a discerner of those thoughts. And it is this alive, sharp, active, powerful word that you are releasing when you speak it, you must always remember that. The next one is Ephesians 6 verse 17. Ephesians 6 talks about wrestling and a close battle. And then the armor that we that God has given us that we can use. But Ephesians 6 17 speaks of the word as part of that armor. The only weapon that you carry, every other part of that armor is defensive. This is the only attacking weapon that you are given there. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the word of God is the sword. You saw in the previous verse as well, it's, it talks about sharp. And here it, it's a double-edged sword. And now he's saying that's not just any ordinary double-edged sword. It is the sword of the Holy Spirit, God himself. That sword you are wielding in your hand when you carry this word. Let's look at how or what else it says about this sword now. The sword of the Spirit. Who's wielding that sword? Revelations 19, Brother Sarah, Revelations 19, verse 11 to 15. Just talks about Jesus wielding and using that sword. So look closely at how he is using that sword now. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth 
the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of almighty god so you can see the first three verses are just describing jesus there so you know that the one wielding that sword is him that's all his description even the last one he will rule with an iron scepter a rod of iron that was actually prophesied by jacob over his son judah that out of you will come the king of israel who will rule with that iron scepter that is fulfilled here in him but the important part what i wanted to highlight here was that sword coming out of his mouth sword coming out of his mouth is his spoken word and today he's giving that same spoken word to us and says use it and use my name go in the authority of my name so you are carrying we've seen those descriptors of what that word is alive and active what it is capable of and now he's giving the same sword to you and saying you now know what it is capable of go and use it in the same way but you must carry the same sword of the spirit you can't just carry any sword that is why it's important when you speak you speak the word of god and you don't just speak any other word only then does it carry that weightage you use it in the same way that he used it sword coming out of his mouth a classic example of that was when he just finished his fasting in the wilderness matthew chapter 4 you see it described here but he first used it there when satan came to him and said if you are the son of god then turn these stones into bread he said it is written that sword coming out of his mouth sharp sword as you see here in verse 15 he used it to smite to pull down just like one one of the sisters earlier was sharing a testimony of isaiah 54 verse 17 you shall refute every tongue the one that not just the one accuses but the one that tries to tempt as well he showed how to use it here when will it work when you receive when you understand and then when you apply when you know john 8 was 31 that's where we started was 32 you shall know when you know how to use the sword only then can you stand in battle can you imagine a warrior going into a battle carrying a sword but saying i don't really understand how to use it what would happen to such a man when he fights again an experienced warrior who has been experience of thousands of years thousands of years of battles come under his belt in terms of experience that's the kind of warrior you are facing as well you can't just carry a sword and go and say by the stripes and wounds of jesus i am healed and then expect that something will happen when you don't know that is why i want to highlight that word again and again the word know receive understand apply fight with what you have gained through that understanding only then she says you shall know the truth and only when you know that truth then that truth shall set you free he cannot point a finger he cannot accuse and then when you know what happens no matter the kind of circumstance that he puts before you he tries to sow a seed of doubt a seed of fear because you know you don't change your confession people that do not know change their confession the minute they see something going a little here and there a little shaky ah oh, see i told you nothing will happen that confession changed there and then that is why it's important to know the truth 
If that truth is not within you, a change of confession, miracle aborted, game over. I hope you are getting that. That's how important it is. And then why will that work for you? The other important thing for you to know and remember is it is backed by his name. Brother Vivek has taken a powerful teaching on the power of your spoken word. I'd encourage all of you to go into this topic itself is very deep. I cannot do enough justice even if I continue touching on the value of that word for the next one hour. I'd encourage you to go onto our YouTube channel, look up uh, or search for the topic, the power of your words. You might even see it. I think it's it's our um, first video at the top on the YouTube page, like a demo video section that you have at the top there. That's the power of your word. Listen to that teaching. You will learn application there as well. You guaranteed results. Once you know that word, it says you shall know the truth. And it doesn't say the truth may set you free. I'll think about it or anything else. There is no ambiguity there. You shall know the truth and. It's tied to it. And the truth shall set you free. Now let's look at another way how Jesus uses the word. Brother Savio would like us to go to Luke chapter 4, verses 16 to 21. So you saw one where he said it is written in Matthew chapter 4. Now let's look at Luke 4, 16 to 21. Here he found a scripture that was written about him. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your years. How are you going to use it? What did he do there? He found a scripture. He found a place where something is written about him. And then he said, this day, the scripture has been fulfilled. That testimony have I lived of what is written about me here. You need to look at what is written about you in that word. That talks about your circumstance there. And then you claim that over your life. So that look at that last then there. That then becomes part of your testimony. This day 
this what is written about me here is fulfilled in your ears and in your sight that will be your testimony when you claim it in the same way he's showing us here what to do let's look at another place same thing hebrews 10 verse 7 Then said, I, lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will, O God. And these are the words of Jesus himself. If you read, if you read the few verses before this, you'll know that it is him speaking. But see what he's saying there. Lo, I come. In the volume of the book, it is written about me. You look up what is written about you. And then you go and fulfill it. He says clearly there, then I come to do thy will. I come to do what is written about me there. I claim it. I fulfill it. If the Bible says God has plans to prosper you, all you need to do is same thing what is written here. It is written about me that I will prosper. I come to do your will and I prosper. Very simple and plainly put there. Once we understand it, you know and you claim that that truth shall set you free. Now, with this understanding, I want us to then start studying the gospel with our spiritual eyes open. Don't just read it as a book of, I need to read one chapter today. I have read my one chapter today. I have ticked a box. Let's close that book. Keep it aside. Did I understand anything is the question you need to ask yourself. Lord, what are you trying to teach me here? And how am I to use that, to apply that in my life? What truth did I know from this now? If we didn't know receive, understand and apply anything there, then the passage that you read there is futile. It is not going to help you in any way. We need to keep pressing into that. Lord, open up my understanding. What am I missing? Join the dots for me. Show me. It may not always come that very same instant or the same day that you have read it. But at another time when you are reading a different passage, then he puts you in remembrance and says, remember you read something there. Now that is connected to this passage here. Just like we connected just now. Luke 4 and Hebrews 10 verse 7. They both speak of the same thing. So with that in mind, let's look at a few other scriptures. I'm not going to project all of them on screen now because it will take too long. Um, we probably will have to finish up quick so that we have to vacate the church on time. So I'll just run through a few of God's key systems there. And then once you have that kind of understanding of, you know, the, the generic patterns that we're looking at, start reading the Bible with things like that in mind. Start searching for those things that talk about your situations and circumstances. The first one of his systems is his systems of intervention. And the prime one in that is prayer. Prayer is not a request or a begging process. We've done a whole series on that. It's his legal system for us to, out of our own will, authorize him to step into the earth realm because the earth realm he has given to man. That's what Genesis 1.28 talks about. And you see that in the Bible as well in other places. And he will not override our will. 
So we, through prayer, we are giving him authority to step into our circumstance, take over and correct things that have gone off course, that have gone off the path. The second of those key systems there of intervention is the word. The word contains prophecies, promises, and principles. And when you understand those, you shall know the truth. You use them to set yourself free from any kind of situation. You can bail yourself out. We need to keep seeking for all those. Lord, what does your word say about this storm that I see coming towards me? And how do I preempt it? Oh Lord, show me the storms as well. Grant me that discernment to understand and know that even though it all looks calm and blue sky in my realm right now, in the spirit there is a storm brewing somewhere. If there is, show me. Let me know. Just like Elisha could, could hear the discussions that were happening in the king of Syria in his, in his bedchamber. The plan of attack that was being made, Elisha could hear it in his own house through the spirit. And then the other system of intervention is his spiritual laws. And Brother Vivek has done a five-part series on that. I encourage you to go back to that where you learn how to apply those spiritual laws. These are all systems of intervention, including the covenants as well that we've seen over the last three sessions. You can use prayer, you can get him to intervene, you can claim what he has spoken in the covenants when you fulfill those conditions and they must work for you. His intervention must come through and work for you. And then one of the prime ones which Brother Vivek shared during his testimony today as well, the prayer of agreement. That's among the biggest ones, the simplest ones that you can use, very powerful. Matthew 18 verse 19. The Father will do what the two of you agree as touching upon in faith. The God systems of intervention. where You can get him to intervene in any circumstance. The Father will do it. The second one I'd like to get into is God's gifts. There are numerous gifts, anointings, graces that are made available through different parts of the scripture, it is up to us to discern, is there any such anointing or grace that he is speaking upon there? Even though he might be within that passage, he's talking about David, he's talking about Moses, he's talking about someone else. Can you look at it from the spiritual eye and put yourself in that place? And say, Lord, you granted the grace for speed to Elijah where he ran and he overtook the chariots of King Ahab. You put yourself in that place and say, Lord, I thank you that you are placing that speed, grace for speed upon my life as well. I claim it. And then 1 Corinthians 12 talks about 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 11. This talks about the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are various anointings as well that he offers. The yoke breaking anointing is among the most common ones. The, the key was there about anointings in general is Psalm 23 verse 5. You anointed my head with oil and my cup runs over. That's a generic one. And then it's up to us to discern the individual specific anointings. Then you pick those up and he connects and he ties ministries with those as well. 
In Acts 1.8, he talks about the, the anointing with power, where we can then boldly be his witnesses as well. Then there are gifts of wisdom as well. James 1 verse 5, he says, let him who lacks ask. It is written about you there. If you are struggling and saying, Lord, I don't know what to do in my current situation. He says, let him who lacks wisdom ask. Use that scripture over that situation of yours. Make it into your prayer. There are gifts of intercession where you can negotiate with God. And if you want to study how to negotiate with God, the best person that did that in the Bible was Abraham. Where God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and Abraham started with, Lord, what if there are only 50? Okay, let's, let's barter a little more. What if it's five less, only 45? And then he kept going lower and lower and lower and God still opened himself up to that negotiation. He could have clearly said, I've made up my mind, don't bother me. He let Abraham negotiate. Put yourself in that place of Abraham and look at it and say, if Abraham could negotiate, I can as well. I know that God is the same God who always honors faith. He's willing to listen to me too. That's the power of intercession. And he wants us to be intercessors. Where Satan, the accuser, is saying, this person, gone case, terrible sins, no hope for him. You're saying, Lord, mercy, I stand in that gap. Your power of intercession, your ability to negotiate. And he's willing to negotiate. What about graces? We just touched on the grace for speed. This grace for favor as well. If you look at Esther chapter 2, I think it's Esther chapter 2 verse 15 there, where it says, Esther found favor in the eyes of all them that looked upon her. Two verses later, it talks about favor in the eyes of the king, but verse 15 says favor in the eyes of all those that looked upon her. What kind of favor is that that you might experience and live in, where everyone that looks at you is compelled to bless you? How about you speak that kind of favor over your morning when you're commanding your morning and saying, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I declare as I command my morning, everyone that meets me today must bless me, must look upon me with favor, even if there are people in my office that hate me. How powerful can that declaration be? I hope you are getting where we're going at. We're not really touching on the specifics of what that story or scenario is. We're looking at it spiritually and saying, if there is some grace, some favor available, how can I use that and claim it in my situation, in my prayer? Grace is for financial blessings. There again, there's a powerful whole topic that is taken there. I'd recommend you going to our YouTube page. I'll just touch key scriptures on it. Malachi 3 verses 10 to 12 where he talks about tithing. He says, when you tithe, then he opens the floodgates of heaven, floodgates of his blessings. And it doesn't just stop there. He says he rebukes the devourer for your sake. There are seven blessings in those three verses. You can claim those seven blessings. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 to 12. Rebuke the devourer, stop your wine from casting its fruit to the ground. What about helping the poor? Tithing, helping the poor. Psalm 112 verse 9 says, They have freely scattered their gifts among the poor. Their righteousness endures. And underline that next word, forever. Their horn will be lifted up in honor. Helping the poor, righteousness and honor are bestowed. 
powerful principle to use in your life. Proverbs 11 verse 24 says, they have scattered and yet they kept on increasing. Is the Lord saying something to you there? The way to increase. Not hold everything to myself and say, this is mine. Just like the, the parable that Jesus spoke about, the rich man who said, my harvest is big. I'm going to increase the size of my barns. He said, scatter. Everything starts growing in all directions. Give and it shall be given unto you. Proverbs 19 verse 7 says, kindness to the poor is like lending to the Lord and he repays. And in his math, like we have discussed multiple times earlier, there is only multiplication. It started right from Genesis 1 verse 28. He only spoke of multiplying the first time he created man. That is still his math even today. He didn't change that. Only multiplication. If we fulfill the conditions, you can pick up the outcomes that the word says you should receive. The grace for honor. Honor, when you honor people, it opens doors. Hebrews 7 verse 7 in that context says, the lesser is always blessed of the greater. So when we are the lesser one and we want to have what someone greater than us has, whatever be it, whether they are greater in finances, they are greater in a particular area, they are greater in spiritual capacity as well. The first place to start is start honoring them. In finances, start honoring them. There is saving grace as well, which is covered in Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 10. You can read that in your personal place of prayer. It talks about by grace you have been saved through faith. So through faith, you receive that grace, that saving grace. Then, then 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 talks about sanctifying grace. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, you're having all that you need, you can abound in every good work. There's sustaining grace. 2 Corinthians 12 verses 8 and 9. Where he says, my power is made perfect in your weakness. And that weakness is not the weakness in the way we understand it from its dictionary description. That's humility. I must decrease so that he will increase in my life. And then when he increases in my life, his power is made perfect. John the Baptist understood that. So he's the one that first said it there. I must decrease, but he must increase. He didn't say I must disappear. He wants you to still be there and let his presence take over. The grace for long life. And this is one of the big mysteries. We heard one of the sisters pray today as well about some sons that have estranged relationships with their fathers. Exodus 20 verse 12 is very critical in this case. It is a fifth of the Ten Commandments that was given to Moses. Honor your mother and your father so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And if you read the opposite of it, you will know what destruction can possibly come. And that is a destruction that many people in today's day and age are seeing in their lives. Dishonor of their parents. Even God doesn't forgive it. That law applies straight away. And then they wonder 
why is everything going wrong in my life? This is one of the key things, <clears throat> key things to test there. Have they at some stage and in some way dishonored their parents, mother and father? He didn't say only father or mother. No exclusions, no exceptions. Different types of graces that are available. If we can fulfill those conditions, not break them, you can receive. Let's look at God's mercy. What about his mercy? We've touched on that in a couple of sessions earlier in this week as well. We spoke of condemnation in the morning encounters, that is. We spoke of condemnation. A key verse is here is Romans 8 verse 1. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. How do you come in Christ? Romans 10 verse 9 and 10. You believe in your heart, confess in your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. You come within, you come in Christ. You are covered by his blood. We saw that blood covenant last week. When you are covered by that blood, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. That's what this verse means. When you understand that, and you apply that blood covenant within you, then no matter the accuser says you have wronged someone or you have done something wrong, there is only punishment for you. You must remember what is written about you. You saw earlier that Jesus used what was written about him. You will use what is written about you in that word. If you actually, those of you that have gone through you know, troubling testimonies, in your life and you actually start reading the word you will see that that word speaks about all those circumstances and you will find that that word said things that you are now living that you have gone through and how you have survived it that's your testimony find about what else is written about you there psalm 51 verse 17 now continuing on god's mercy a humble and a contrite heart he will not despise he will not turn away when you come in humility and repentance. We touched on guilt conscience since yesterday's morning encounter with the Lord. Look at it from this lens. A humble and a contrite heart. He will not despise. He will say, come. Come as you are, but come. Joel 2.31 and Joel 227. I've intentionally taken them in that order because when you combine them together, it means when I call on his name, the name of the Lord, I cannot end up in shame. When I call on his name, I cannot end up in shame. You are covered within that mercy. And that's the power of confession as well through repentance there, when you look at all these things together now. When we repent, we confess God is ever willing to forgive. As soon as we repent, take us back in the house so that the finger pointer, the accuser has no more case. We've seen that in last week's session, how that blood covenant works for us. Jesus takes your place, the divine exchange that is taking place. So no more condemnation there. Psalm 107 verse 2. This is what your word should be like. Psalm 107 verse 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, not think so, not imagine so. 
say so speak it i am the redeemed of the lord because i am covered by his blood my sins have been atoned for let the redeemed of the lord say so say it revelations 12 verse 11 we've seen that they overcame the accuser by the blood of the lamb word of their testimony lamentations 3 verse 22 talks about his mercy is released only to humans to men not to demons his mercy is renewed every morning is renewed in the time realm with within which only men live only humans live not demons so that's the other one that you need to remember at all times and is renewed every morning it was not released last week so now it's over it has run out of supply no chance for me because brother we wake to call of it his mercy is renewed for you for me for everyone every morning provided we are willing to repent go back to it as soon as we go back to it he is willing to forgive and then you see in psalm 121 verse 2 that talks of supernatural help from god out of his mercy our help is in the name of the lord who made heaven and earth that can be your prayer in your times of testing our help is in the name of the lord who made heaven and earth what you know about him you're not necessarily about scriptures and specific scripture numbers what you know about your god as a person is what you can then claim through your faith and that's what the bible is about educating us about who he is what are his ways how does he operate and then how can we use those systems that he has given us let's look at god's authority and commission sorry i'm running through these a little quicker so that we can stick to timelines but i can see that there are notes being made in the chat if you are missing some of the the verses that i'm talking about please look in the chat on our zoom channel you will be able to see it there god's authority and commission matthew 28 verse 18 and 19 which jesus said all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me go therefore when he says go therefore he is giving you that instruction anyone that comes under that authority can be bestowed with authority to do something the centurion that we see in the bible the roman centurion knew this he said i too am a soldier under authority being under that authority is important and if you go back to that start which we took at the start romans sorry it was john 8 verse 31 where he said if you abide in my word then you are my disciples you come under that authority and now to those same disciples to you and me to everyone that is his disciple following is what he says go therefore under that authority <laughs> he gave you to to further strengthen that authority he gave you his holy spirit that is tabernacled within you to spirit filled christian is a powerful christian a praying christian is a powerful christian and a christian that knows what is written about him in the word and then speaks it with this authority extremely powerful 
that is what you can be that is what you were designed to be royal priesthood mark 16 verse 17 and 18 putting that authority in action he said these signs shall follow them that believe when they go out in that authority they will cast out devils they shall speak in new tongues they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing it will not hurt it will not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover why because of who is in you and because of what you understand what you know of that truth Romans 8 verse 17, it says, He has given you authority of a son and as a co-heir with Jesus. Where does such a co-heir sit? Remember the heir, Jesus is the king, the king of kings. Ephesians 1 verse 20 to 22 says, Jesus Christ was raised from the dead and God seated him at his right hand in heavenly realms far above all rule, all authority, all principalities, all powers, all dominion. Every name that is ever invoked. Not only in the present age, but in the age to come as well. Far above any kind of authority and power. He is seated him there in his throne at his right hand in heavenly realms. Now, after that, Ephesians 1 verse 20 to 22. I'd like you to look at Ephesians 2 verse 6, which says, God raised us up as well with Christ. There it said he raised Jesus from the dead. Now here is saying he raised us also from the dead, from being dead in the spirit to being alive, raised up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. The same throne, that same seat that Jesus occupies. You as a co-heir. Romans 8 verse 17 means this. Now you understand where you are, what position you are in. You are seated with the king in his throne and he says whatever you ask in my name that I will do for you now you know what your word is capable of that's your authority that's your power in you in your the sword coming out of your mouth And then when you look at 1 Corinthians 6 verse 2 now from this angle, 1 Corinthians 6 verse 2 says, do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? That's your authority. You will judge the world. These signs shall follow them that believe. You need to understand what you are carrying within you. What about Job 8, Job 38 verse 12? We've taken this in morning encounters, a lot of other sessions as well. Have you commanded your morning? Did you know that you are capable of commanding your morning? And in last session, it was not last week's session, the one before that as well, said do not enter into a day that you have not spoken into. That's your biggest disadvantage that you are putting yourself at by entering into an uncertain day that you have not declared what outcomes should come in your way, in your direction. Where you have not spoken favor over your life. Where you have not spoken success. You have not spoken abundance. 
where you have blocked all kinds of adversities from coming to you, where you have put a bloodline of the blood of Jesus around you, covered yourself by the blood of Jesus, do not enter such a day. You must speak over your day and command it every single day. What else about that day? Psalm 118 verse 24 says, this is the day the Lord has made. If the Lord has made that day, what is special about it? Look at Genesis chapter 1. It talks about creation and then it says, and the Lord saw that it was good. That which he created was good. Now you are looking at your day and saying, this is my day. This is the day the Lord has made. So I know what comes next. If he has made it, he saw, he confirmed, he ensured it was good. So this day also he ensures it is good and he has placed me in it. He has placed me in it. He has a plan, that plan to prosper me. It has to be good. So with that understanding, I command my day and say, definitely as the Lord has planned, let all that good only happen to me. Psalm 68 verse 19 says, he loads me daily, daily, every single day. He loads me daily with his benefits. So this is the day the Lord has made. and He loads me daily with his benefits. So I claim those benefits in the name of Jesus, remembering where I am seated with him in the heavenlies. And I use that authority and command. That's what you will do over your day, every single day. God's system of advantage given to you at the start of it. Your start doesn't necessarily have to be at 7 a.m. in the morning. It can be at 11 p.m. the previous night. Before I step into, before the clock turns into the new day and the date changes, I speak over what is coming to me. We've touched this last time as well. Genesis 1 in creation talks about evening came and morning came. And I often wonder why, why it always says evening came and morning came. You can speak in the evening into the next day as well. And in the morning, you see what you have spoken over it the previous night. Prophesying is what you are doing there. Commanding your day is nothing less of prophesying. Why should you speak? Because you need to remember John 10, 10. The thief comes during that day with his plans to steal, kill and destroy. He does not come to party. He does not come to negotiate. He does not come to discuss. Comes directly to steal, snatch. You must preempt it if you are to remain on top. Command protection, command blessings, command help, command wisdom, command favor. What stops you? Nothing stops you. You are allowed to speak. Why wouldn't you speak? And then you have Ephesians 3 verse 20, which talks about God is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. More, much more, way above what you can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. You are allowing that power to explore its full potential when you work with him and when you do what he has taught you to do. When you speak based on what his word says about your life. 
then his power is made full according to his power that is at work within you. A lot of us out of our laziness are choking that power. Out of our ignorance also, not just laziness. Many times it's our ignorance that we ourselves are choking that power and then saying, God, where are you? I hope this is opening someone's eyes to a truth that they have been ignoring for a while. Start using it. What about God's protection and blessings? Job 1 verse 10 talks about a hedge of protection. In multiple places in the Bible, it talks about if you shall abide by that word, observe to do according to all that is written in it, you shall make your way prosperous. You are protected. There is no destruction. There is only prosperity. That is your hedge of protection. Obey the word. Obey his will. And whatever plans he has to prosper you shall be brought to fruition. It is we ourselves who have bought those plans. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 14 talks about blessings. That is his protection. Blessings is not only multiplication always. Blessings is also in the simplest form. The first step is protection and then is expansion increase. Same thing about Deuteronomy 30 verse 15 and 16. Where actually he says, I'll read that. He says, see, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to, to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to keep his commands, decrees and laws, and then you will increase. So if he's giving you that option, it is up to you to choose. Many of us are asleep. We don't make that choice. When you don't make a choice for your life, something else will make that choice for you. You may not always like the outcome. Because it will not go necessarily go with what you want it to be. You must choose. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. You say that in your I confess boldly. Proverbs 18 verse 21. On the same lines, we have Joshua 1 verse 8. Talks about prosperity. What about angels and destiny helpers? They are given to you to be used. A lot of us let cobwebs collect on their wings because we don't use that resource given to us. Hebrews 1 verse 14 says they are ministering spirits sent to minister to you. Psalm 34 verse 7 talks about the angel of the Lord encamping about those who fear him. You hear about a similar angel of the Lord, the captain of the Lord's army coming to Joshua in Joshua 6 when they had to fight against Jericho, fortified city. You see that in Moses as well with Moses, where he went with Moses when Moses was to lead the people. The angel of the Lord encamps about those who fear, revere, worship the Lord. You can call him to encamp about you. And that's what we use in our morning prayer in the encounters every day. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of these that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. Psalm 67 verse 5 and 6. It says, when we praise him, then the earth shall yield her increase. The earth that is meant to give its produce to you. To collaborate with you in all your projects and produce outcomes. It shall yield its increase. Psalm 112 verses 1 to 3. 
again talks about blessed are those who fear the Lord. Their children shall be mighty, their generations shall be upright. Wealth and riches shall be in their house and their righteousness endures forever. What's the condition? Those who fear the Lord, those who revere and worship Him. Job 5 verse 17 to 23. Blessed is the one whom God corrects. Do not despise that discipline of the Almighty. It says, in verse 23, it says the last one, last verse, so Job 5, 17 to 20, verse 23 says, for you will have a covenant with the stones of the field and the wild animals will be at peace with you. Have you seen an example of that? The best example there is Daniel. Thrown into the den of lions, they did not harm him. There was some covenant enacted that day. Are we living within such covenants? Protection. Job 22 verse 29. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say there is a lifting up. Who is thou? He's talking to you. You shall say when men are cast down, I say there is a lifting up. I am lifted up. There is a recession all around me. There is war all around me. There is danger and destruction around me. But there is a lifting in me. That is what Psalm 91 talks about. You shall see all the 10,000 are dying around you. But you are not harmed. Isaiah 43 verse 1 to 3 says, Fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. So when we say, Lord, I am yours. No destruction, no harm can come to me. And if you look at verse 3, there is Lord says, I am the Lord God of the Lord, the Holy God of Israel, the Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. So if he's saying that I gave these great mighty countries for you, what will he not give in exchange? He gave his own son, the most precious thing he could ever give. What will he not give? It is we who shortchange what we can get there. Psalm 121 verse 7 talks about the Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. Isaiah 58 verse 11 talks about the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You can lose that. Use, sorry, you can use that in your prayer as well. Say, Lord, your word says it there. That I will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. I claim that. It's all about claiming what the word of God says about you. And you can look at it from various different angles. He even advocates for you. God's advocacy. He gave his son. I won't go into scriptures there. It's just, you can make a note. Romans 8 verse 26 talks about the spirit being your advocate. And then Romans 8 verse 34 talks about Jesus, the son being your advocate. Spirit here on earth, Jesus in heaven at the right hand of God. So in both realms, you are covered. When you call on his intercession using a prayer in the spirit, that's 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He who is joined to him is one with him in spirit. You can use that in your intercession. You can call on your intercessors, your advocates to fight your case when the accuser points a finger in the court of God. What about his freedom? John 8, 36 
talks about freedom from bondage. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Claim that freedom through the blood of Jesus. Declare it. John 8, 32, the truth sets you free. 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 3, 17 says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So where his word is, where his spirit is, there is freedom. You just need to locate yourself in that presence. What about God's love and care? We've spoken about advocacy, freedom, protection, all of that. Romans 5 verse 5 talks about his love. Does not put us to shame. It has been poured out into our hearts through his spirit. 1 Peter 5 verse 7, he says, cast your anxiety on him because he cares. Cast all your troubles, all your burden on him because he cares. Such a God who cares will not abandon, will not ignore. Philippians 4.19, my God shall provide all my needs. You say that in your I confess boldly. He shall provide all your needs in accordance with his, his riches, not in accordance with what we deserve. He's not judging, he's just pouring. Psalm 29 verse 11 says, The Lord gives strength to his people and he blesses them with peace. That's another thing to claim. Psalm 127 verse 2 talks about good sleep at night. In vain, people rise early, toiling for food, but God grants sleep to those whom he loves. Lord, locate me in your mercy, locate me in your love. We've learned that prayer before. Keep going into that. Keep seeking him. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. He says he has not given us a spirit of timidity and of fear, but that of power, love and of self-discipline, a sound mind to make sound judgment and sound decisions. Or we can go on, that list is long and long. We can go on multiple in multiple areas. It's up to you to essentially look at what is your current situation looking like and what should you be looking for in that word. You can start looking for scriptures, for scenarios like your marriage, your life partner, exams and studies, childlessness, financial crisis. Start looking at the word, making notes for these. Sleeplessness, land and land issues, court cases, drug abuse, wrong relationships, businesses. What about demonic attacks? Satan, sickness, sin and disease have no power and no place in me. Unforgiveness, self-improvement, our own spirit, growing in our spirit. And then just like the I confess boldly scriptures, you pick that scripture, you know the truth in it, you declare it knowing where you're or what position you are in. Seated with him in the heavenlies, high above all principalities and power. And you are a co-heir with him. He is the heir, the king of kings. You are a co-heir with that king of kings. Then you can make declarations like, I have the life of God in my mortal body right now. It is not just when I get to heaven, but now. My spirit has been quickened, made alive, and now I live and move and I have my being in Christ. I have what God says I have. I can do what God says I can do. 
I am what God says I am. My Christ said, I am the wine and you are the branches. That's how close I am linked to him. That same lifeblood that is in him is now in me. He is that living wine and I am the branch of him. The same life, love, joy, peace, power, wisdom and ability that flows in that wine in my Christ is now flowing into this branch in me. Wherever I go, wherever I that branch goes, the wine goes with me. And then you look at Galatians 2.20, it is no longer I, but my Christ who lives in me. That's essentially what we're touching on here. The wine and the branches. You can make declarations based on the revelation that the Spirit gives you and you make when he makes that scripture come alive to you. When it becomes flesh and then it dwells within you, you know. When it dwells within you, it is part of you, you know. You shall know that truth. It is that truth that then sets you free, not only from sin, not only from dangers, but can preempt all sorts of situations. You start looking at abundance and you start looking at dominion. That was always what God planned for you. Only when you know the truth. I hope this series has blessed you. You can go back and listen to it again. Ask for revelation. And let the Lord give you understanding and guide you through all that journey with the word. And then as you know more and more, more and more of your darkness that is within your body, the ignorance and failure is removed and replaced with his light, his presence, his abundance, his dominion that he has placed upon your life. The plan that he had to prosper you right from the start and make you his royal priest. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I hope this session has blessed you. And God bless you all. Have a, have a good night and uh, a great weekend ahead. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, brother. Sure.